It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Abby Hornacek. I'm Ben Dominich. I'm Dana Perino, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Thursday, June 1st, 2023. I'm Eben Brown. How close is Iran to getting the bomb? A report from the premier nuclear watchdog agency reveals something quite concerning. Whereas before the breakout time to get to that 90% level for uranium enrichment that would be considered weapons grade was months and at one point years, analysts believe it's now just 12 days. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Listen to the all-new Brett Bear podcast featuring Common Ground, in-depth talks with lawmakers from opposite sides of the aisle, along with all your Brett Bear favorites like his all-star panel and much more. Available now at foxnewspodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. The International Atomic Energy Agency says Iran is complying a little with regulations and oversight regarding part of their nuclear programs, but not many believe Iran's claim They are developing nuclear power for peaceful use, not the U.S. or Western Europe, and certainly not Israel. But the inspection teams now say some pressing questions have been answered. This week we found out that Iran is under a little bit less pressure from the International Atomic Energy Agency, the IAEA. Fox News Middle East correspondent Trey Ying speaks to us from Jerusalem, where Israeli leaders are already sounding as if war is possible. The UN's nuclear watchdog, because they were able to provide an explanation for two areas of concern that was accepted by this oversight committee. The two areas that we're talking about, one had to do with the Fordow nuclear facility, where inspectors found uranium particles that were enriched to 83.7%, very close to weapons grade 90% which was of concern to the international community. The second issue had to do with another site where man-made uranium was discovered. And so the Iranians were able to explain both of these and the initial reporting from the message that was delivered to those who are part of the agency was that Iran says this is a byproduct of the current fluctuations. And so That was accepted, and these two investigations were closed by this watchdog. But today, we are getting some feedback from other countries and other players around the world that are not so happy with the explanation that Iran has provided. I was going to ask if uh, there are people who are satisfied with this and say, "Okay, Iran's doing, uh, you know, peaceful nuclear work. We've got nothing to worry about. I can't imagine there are many who would say that you're exactly right iran has a history of lying and hiding things from inspectors at these sites they have a history of saying one thing and doing something else and while the nuclear deal that was ultimately dissolved in terms of u.s participation under the trump administration still exist in theory, the Iranians, because the United States pulled out of the deal, say they are not participants in it anymore. And they are enriching uranium at such high levels that the new numbers are of 
grave concern to U.S. ally Israel. And when we're talking about reaction to the news this week, Israel is really the focal point because Israel is a country that has said they will use military force to stop Iran from getting a nuclear weapon. So what do Western analysts say about their current capabilities? Well, some reports indicate that Iran in the next six months has enough fizzle material to create seven nuclear bombs. And whereas before the breakout time to get to that 90% level for uranium enrichment that would be considered weapons grade was months and at one point years, Analysts believe it's now just 12 days. And so Israel, even today, has top officials, including Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, making new statements about this decision by the IAEA to close these investigations. We're getting a new statement from the prime minister tonight in Israel. He released this statement about the situation with Iran, and he says, Quote, I have a clear message both to Iran and the international community. Israel will do whatever is required in order to prevent Iran from gaining nuclear capability. So clearly, the Israeli leader is leaving all options on the table. Twelve days might send a shiver down a number of people's spines. As you've mentioned, we've heard that Iran is so many years or even maybe so many months away from developing such a weapon. But 12 days seems like you couldn't stop it at this point. Exactly. It's not a matter of if, but rather when, according to Israeli officials we've spoken with. And it is interesting to discuss this topic because in Jerusalem, where we are reporting from today, officials are very open about the fact they are preparing to strike Iranian nuclear facilities. There was a report and an analysis done by the Associated Press last month that indicated Iran's new nuclear site may be too far underground for even American weapons to hit. The Israelis pushed back against that report, saying they are preparing to strike whatever facility is needed to stop Iran from developing a nuclear bomb. But you raise a good point. We are getting to this level so close to weapons-grade material that the entire region is sort of bracing for the fact that Israel any day could make that decision to strike Iranian nuclear facilities. And if they do, there's a real understanding that Iran would likely respond, and they may not respond directly from their territory, but they could use a variety of proxy groups in the region, some of whom have thousands of missiles and rockets already aimed at Israel. And if they do this and they respond in that manner, it could drag this whole region into a larger conflict. And those proxies don't necessarily have to be a conventional style warfare with weapons. I mean, Iran is known as a, a backer of terrorists worldwide. Um, I can tell you that uh, here in Miami, from where I'm speaking, uh, there's a significant Argentine Jewish population that has been marking 40 years since a number of Iranian-backed terrorist attacks in Buenos Aires. So uh, there is, I think, a fear that goes beyond the Middle East with regard to this. Um, Israel, of course, is, has a history of uh, of making those preemptive strikes when they found it to be necessary. I think, again, almost 40 years ago, a little bit more than 40 years ago, uh, Israel struck uh, an Iraqi uh, nuclear reactor. So uh, I would say Israel's resolve is probably, you know, well on record. But uh, is there a feeling among people in Israel, like on the streets, that this is this is about to happen? There's a feeling that. Iran is the number one national security issue 
to be addressed by the Jewish state. And it's something that politicians here campaign on, but it's also something that is tangible. There are drills even right now going on as we speak in the northern part of this country along the border with Lebanon, where sometimes just hundreds of feet away from where Israeli soldiers and this week American soldiers are actually training alongside them, trying to teach the Israelis what they know about their style of warfare. There's a group called Hezbollah, and Hezbollah is really likely the main organization that Iran would use to respond if Israel strikes their territory and strikes these nuclear facilities. And Hezbollah, led by Hassan Nasrallah, has long been a major threat to Israel. They have launched attacks. They have attempted, even in recent weeks and months, to carry out bombings and infiltrations into Israeli territory, often just testing what the security barrier looks like in the north. But there was a time about two years ago when Benny Gantz, the defense minister at the time, gave Fox News a list of targets in southern and central Lebanon. And he showed us this classified map. And we had interviewed him in Tel Aviv. And it was interesting to see just how many targets the Israelis have already identified. If this conflict erupts, there's a likelihood that even Israel's missile defense capabilities won't be able to handle the rocket and missile barrages coming from Lebanon. And so this country is bracing for the possibility of that conflict. And as we've discussed, the way they do that is by training and running drills. And some of those drills are taking place right now. So the question of when this will happen, nobody knows. But Israel wants to send a clear message to the Iranian leadership in Tehran that they are prepared and could strike at any moment. We're speaking with Fox News correspondent Trey Yingst in Jerusalem on the nuclear watchdog report on Iran's developing of a nuclear weapon and how the world, including Israel, is responding. On the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition, we'll have more straight ahead. What about the rest of the international community here? I know there is such a focus now, of course, on Ukraine and Russia, uh, especially amongst NATO. Uh, but uh, the West has an interest here, too. Uh, the United States, uh, Europe, uh, Canada, Mexico. I can't imagine any of these nations wanting Iran to not just develop a bomb, but but come into uh, possession of of something that could deliver it long range. Absolutely. And the United States and the National Security Council has really tried to push one idea. And that idea is that they believe the tension and economic pressure that's currently on Iran and the fact that there is no longer a stable nuclear deal that curtails the Islamic Republic's uranium enrichment, they believe all of this can be solved through diplomacy. And while they do have key allies in the Middle East, like Israel, that say they disagree, the United States believes that Iran could still step back from the edge of the cliff. And there was even reporting recently that the United States behind the scenes has been trying to find a way to reach that type of deal before a military option is taken. Because once that happens, things have a tendency to unravel and the likelihood that the Iranians would be willing to come back to the table would decrease significantly. One thing to note here, and this is interesting and it's something that we saw from a lot of European parties to the 2015 nuclear deal, the French, for example, but a variety of countries have noted. There's an understanding that Iran 
when they are continuing with their nuclear program, even today, they're learning so much and their breakout period is decreasing so much that even if they're able to come to the table and a deal is cut, their ability in the future to get back to where they are today, so close to weapons grade material, has decreased in terms of the timeline. It will be very easy to do this because they've gained the knowledge and they know how to build these facilities. They know where to build them. They understand the inner workings of what it takes to put together a nuclear program. And that's the real risk. And that was a lot of what you heard from the Trump administration at the time was that the Iranians are already continuing with their program and learning what they need to learn to one day create a nuclear weapon. The situation on the ground, though, is much dire now because they are very close and the Israelis are losing patience with the West. They're losing patience with the Americans and their European counterparts because they believe that diplomacy is not a language that the Iranians understand. They believe that Iran understands force and force only. And how does the IAEA wish to proceed here? I mean, I know that the agency would love to be able to monitor everything at all times, but they're not always able to do that. They're certainly not necessarily uh, being dealt with in an honest fashion from the Iranian regime. So what do they do to do their jobs? So they continue to gather as much information as they can, and they release these quarterly reports to countries like the United States, to France, to Germany, to update them on compliance. Are the Iranians doing what they say they would do? Are they allowing IAEA inspectors to sites? Are they keeping the cameras turned on at these facilities so they can be monitored remotely in some cases? And so they'll continue to update countries around the world about what the Iranians are doing. But the issue presents itself when you think about if the Iranians are being honest. And as you heard in that statement and Israel's foreign ministry today, for example, simply said the Iranians have a history of lying about these things. And so the concern by countries like Israel is that they could allow inspectors to these sites. They could let the IAEA monitor cameras and come to their facilities and continue to communicate with them. But then behind the scenes, be digging nuclear facilities deep underground that are out of range of Western weapons and then continue with their nuclear program while hiding some of their most advanced technology in the best way possible so they can get closer to their nuclear ambitions. Fox News correspondent Trey Yinkst in Jerusalem. Thank you so much for being with us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network. I'm Janice Dean, Fox News Senior Meteorologist. Be sure to subscribe to the Janice Dean Podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your podcasts. And don't forget to spread the sunshine.